Campers, welcome to Museum Camp. I'm Megan. I'm Madison. Did you miss us? We're back. We're back. Yay. We are so sorry that we abandoned <laughs> you without notice. Right after the holidays, that was very deadbeat. Yeah, very parent deadbeat. Of us. Parent of us. We're um, so sorry. We're we so take it back. Sorry. Yeah, we're so sorry. Um, so here's what happened. Mm-hmm. I thought I had COVID. <laughs> yeah. I was I was ill, but not with COVID. Right. The tests were neg. They were neg. They were neg. Um, and then we were going to do it over Zoom. And then you didn't have electricity <laughs> or something. It was just, here's the thing. It was the perfect storm yeah. of problems. Yeah. And that's what happened. And, and so we just were happened. like, you know what? We're going to take the week off. And we haven't taken a week off ever. Literally. We've Literally. never done it. So stop making so us calm down like this. <laughs> we are so sorry for the f- emotional distress we caused you. Yeah. Let it go. Let it go. Let it go. <laughs> Let it go. Um, Madison, tell us everything. What's been going on with you? Oh, well, I don't really remember because it's been so <laughs> long since mm-hmm. we recorded last. Um, yeah. Okay, so I went to... Tulsa for Thanksgiving. Right. It was a lovely time with family. We played a lot of games. We okay. played a ton of banana grams. A ton of banana grams. Yeah. I'm just a banana gram. It was a banana gramorama. Yeah. <laughs> a bonanza gram. A bonanza gram. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it was a great time. Um, and I got to. Uh, well, my sister works at a museum out there and I was going to talk about it, but I don't want to, I don't know that, you know, we would have any listeners that are going to stalk her really, but sure. I went to a fun museum. It was great. The end. Good. Um, wow. A beautiful a review. Beautiful review. Thank <laughs> you. Thank you. Um, and then in my time since I have been pretty low energy. Okay. Because I have been, I've had a cold. Yeah. As you might be able to hear. Um, and so I've been watching a lot of TV. Good, I've good, good, good. I've been listening to a lot of Dateline. Sure. I, I can't even say I'm listening to a lot of podcasts because I'm only It's only Dateline. Dateline. So we're just moving forward. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> so here's the thing. Here's what I've been watching. I started watching, I think this is one you recommended a while ago, Pieces of Her. So good. Yes. I didn't love it, honestly. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> I think it, it was just like too slow for me and I was kind of feverish maybe. I don't know. It just like wasn't doing Wait, wait, wait. Is that Pieces of Her the Tony Collette yeah. one? Okay. And yeah. you didn't love it. Yeah. It was just like, I don't know. I was, I made it through most of the episodes. I think I made it through like five or six. Uh-huh. And then I realized that I was just kind of like waiting for it to be over. Mm. I don't know. It just felt like... And I'm, I feel like maybe because it's based off of a Karen Slaughter book. Okay. And I think I may have read the book, which is why it felt a little oh, sure. like, I, I was like, this feels really predictable. Yeah. And like, you know, I feel like it's, I've just like heard this before. Sure. So maybe that's what it is. Could be. Um, but I love Tony Collette. It was, you know, and it, it was well done. It just She's for so some good. reason, I was just not feeling that one. Yeah. Um, so I switched over to one that we watched the preview of together. Okay. Um, on HBO, The Alienist. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I had 
read that. I started reading that book. I got it from the library on my Kindle like a few weeks before we made our big move Mm -hmm. and then obviously got too busy. I only made it like 25% of the way through the book, if that. And then uh, my loan expired and it was on hold a bunch and I never finished it. Sure. All that to say. (laughs) Um, And so I um i was like you know what screw it i'm just gonna watch this yeah and it's very good mm. it's okay i'll so, watch it oh and it was just like it was kind of like rainy and oh. cold Ooh. and it was just like the perfect very moody mood yeah. for that and love i that. loved it mm. oh it's so good love that i love a an 1890s oh yeah give me an 1890s oh, give it to me <laughs> I'm a I'm a '90s baby. I'm an so. 1890s. Yeah, <laughs> 1890s. <laughs> Love a turn of the century. Uh, anything. Yeah. yeah. Um, how are you? How was your Thanksgiving? What have you been doing? Oh my god, my Thanksgiving was good. We did play a lot of games. Also good. on Thanksgiving, we did a classic round of Beyond Balderdash. Okay, what's the difference between Balderdash and Beyond Balderdash? I don't know. I think there's an extra um, category, but I'm not sure which one it is. Um, But the Varnums get buck wild with Balderdash. (laughs) Absolutely amazing. Um, It was Charlie's first year playing Balderdash, so there was a lot of like butt stuff, um, (laughs) Donald Trump stuff. at your mom jokes. Yeah, the holy trinity of preteen comedy. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's exactly Truly. right. Um, we also play Password. We're a big Password people. Password. Have you ever played it? I don't know. You have a partner and you're looking at a word um, hidden behind. It's like, you know, you, you put it in yeah, a little yeah. sleeve mm-hmm. to see what the mm-hmm, word is. Mm-hmm. And you can only give a one word clue to try and get your partner to guess the word on the paper. Oh, it's very fun. That sounds fun. Yeah, it's a good time. God, I love a game. Yeah. Um, but other than that, I've been watching. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. What? How, we need to hear about the puzzle. How did it go? How it's was it? not. You know, it's not the best one. Okay. Um, I'm. We're all struggling. Oh, okay. But we're um, Uncle Nathan is powering through. Yes. <laughs> no, no one else is, I no don't think. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I would say it's like two thirds done, oh, probably. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I've been watching some stuff. So we've been doing The White Lotus season two. Oh, okay. Have you watched any of it yet? I have not. Oh, my God. First of all, but you've seen season one. No. I have Madison. Not- what? I know. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> okay, I'm just having a hard time with that okay. information. Yeah. Um, so we're gonna watch that together immediately. Okay. okay. Um do you know like the premise? Yeah, or? I do. And I think that, that like I don't know, that's one of those things where everyone was talking about it and I was like, Oh, maybe I'll watch this. And then I like had someone explain the plot to me and I was like, That sounds like not that compelling to me and so I just like kept like putting it off I just didn't prioritize it it doesn't sound like it's bad and obviously everyone loves it yeah yeah yeah. it's for a reason it's one of those where it like does live up to the hype I think and it's one of those shows where it makes you like so anxious and uncomfortable the whole time Mm. because of the ongoing mystery and it's just oh it's so good so good um so we've been watching that I think there's only one episode left and I don't know I don't know what night they come out with new ones, but um, 
So that, and then on my own, I've been watching the Texas Killing Fields documentary. Ooh, how is that? Pretty good so okay. far. Um, and I think it's like a limited series. I'm not sure how many episodes, but it's pretty good. Yeah. And then Mike and I started Ozark. Oh. Which I've never Ozark. seen. Um, do, do you guys watch it? I We watched the first season and okay. Matt wasn't super into it. Mm. Um, I keep meaning to get back into it. Where I, because we had watched the first episode of Ozark many moons ago and it was kind of flipped where he was like, oh, this is pretty good. And I was like, it's, I'm too physically stressed out. Yeah. From this plot. Yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot. Um, but it's really good. I love Jason Bateman. Lo- and it, Laura Linney, right? Yeah. I love uh, Laura Linney. And um, the girl, she's in the Inventing Anna. What's oh, it? yeah. Um, I don't know her Julia name. Julia something. Something. Julia. It's something. She has it, a name. She does have a name. <laughs> she definitely has a name. She's great. Yeah. She's very she's good. Amazing. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, that's been on my list, but it's... It's a lot of stuff to watch. So. Yeah. Yeah. There's, it's uh, never ending. Yeah. For sure. Um, we did watch The Watcher. Okay. I need to hear your thoughts. Honestly, I had a great time with okay. that one. I loved it. I like, you know, I knew having waited several weeks after it kind of, you know, hit its peak and uh-huh. then fizzled out. I heard all, you know, that it was terrible or whatever. So I really was braced. For a bad I didn't ending. think it was terrible. I just thought the ending was unsettling. Yeah. 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 And so I was braced for that, okay. I think. And that made the whole experience better. Good. Because it, like, uh, my expectations were sub-zero. Okay. Okay. And I was like, this is enjoyable. I was like, you know. I will say, if you liked The Watcher, you, I mean, you're going to love White Lotus. But yeah. you will, it's very similar vibe where okay. it's like, weird stuff is happening all around and it's not always explained. Like, you're just like, what is part of the mystery yeah. and what is just people being fucking yeah. weird? Yeah. Well, and that's interesting too because then like The Watcher, first of all, what I wasn't expecting to come from that was the John List storyline. Uh, yeah. That was cool. That was very cool. I was like, all right. Yeah. Um. And then I, yeah, I'm, because then like Matt was looking up the actual Watcher house and that's just like kind of, the, I mean, spoilers, the story of like no one really knows. Like yeah. it's simply unsolved yeah. and weird shit happens. It's so weird. And people are insane. Yeah. And so like, I don't know, that was, um, that would have been a hard story to tell through any medium, I think. Yes. Um. But I... I don't know. I liked it. I thought it was a good, um, I don't know. It was good for a while. Very entertaining. It was very entertaining. Good acting. Yeah. I mean, I just, yeah. I love that Jennifer Coolidge is getting her like. She's having her moment. She's having her moment. I, which honestly started in Legally Blonde. And here we are. Here we are. It's been a long moment. Is and that your favorite? Do you have a favorite Jennifer Coolidge role? Well, I feel like. Obviously, best in show. Yeah, that's my number one. But I feel like I first knew her in Legally Blonde. So that has a special place in my heart. Okay. Um, So I guess her moment actually probably started best in show or whichever one came first. They did a lot. I think best in show did. Yeah, I don't know what her. Well, but didn't um, that whole like troupe basically do a bunch of movies? Yeah. Yeah, there's a few. There's a few. And I don't know which ones she was in. Um, but yeah. that was, 
she's just i love her so she's much. so good i love her she's the best oh, the best the best um, i don't think i've watched anything else though i think we've been watching bake off we got behind we stalled yeah i haven't watched any of the new season but i did just watch the holiday episodes that came out oh, so good. i love the holiday ones so um, good. this season i'm really loving the cast really like, i just all the bakers it's like every week it's a it's a real knife in my heart oh. and it, it finished so we've been binging it okay um and then i accidentally saw a spoiler so oh no I know but i i just love them all like I and maybe I say this every year I probably do but I'm like if I had to hang out with the one cast like it might be this it one. might be this they're just one. like they're so they're so above and beyond wholesome this year oh, I love oh, that they're like helping each other out oh. and they're oh, they're just oh. it's always so good I can't wait to start it yeah oh. you're gonna love it yeah um yeah but we haven't watched any like Christmas stuff yet which yeah charlie and i watched the third hobbit together so we've been going through the hobbit movies um because he's never seen them and then i thought we'd do like lord of the rings during the holiday season as well amazing big time for him i know huge he loved the hobbit which like i'm like oh you don't even know (laughs) if you loved the hobbit wait until you see the much better yeah series of movies oh, that's so fun yeah that's good yeah uh great man uh i've said it before i'll say it again god bless television god bless television and I cinematic adventures i know i just mm. 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 okay should we have we talked too much about television no okay I think, uh we barely scratched the surface <laughs> but i think we should we should get the ball rolling the ball rolling okay all right Bye intro. Bye intro. Okay. Um, we're going to start out today with a little bit of Aztec mythology. Great. And I would like to say that, yes, I, in, I in fact did look up how everything was pronounced um, a week ago. So... <laughs> Yeah, uh, my bad. <laughs> well, I also could have like That's, relooked it well, up. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I absolutely However. didn't. <laughs> um, so we'll see what happens. Um, and I'm so sorry to um the Aztec people. Yeah, if you're listening, if you're just <laughs> be aware. <laughs> okay. In the sky, there ruled a goddess called Zinzimidl the goddess of night and fear, symbolizing death and evil, often depicted as a skeletal figure who enjoyed playing with us humans by taking away all sunlight, leaving us to suffer in darkness. All the earth gods were furious as their crops and humans were dying because of her, and so the brave Quetzalcoatl, we've heard of that person, Uh volunteered to travel to the heavens and defeat the evil Zinzimidl to once again have sunlight flood the earth. He was in fact the feathered serpent who was the god of fertility and the patron of arts. He was also the most human loving god back then. Back then. (laughs) The person who wrote this, but back then, I love that. (laughs) Um, Okay. 
on his museum about seasonal affective disorder. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's absolutely that. They should make a museum for we that. All we it. all have it's it. It's really just a tanning salon. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, on his journeys, he fell in love with Z- uh, Ziza Middle's granddaughter called Maya Hill, only to forget his important mission and traveled instead back to Earth, where they married and lived happily for a while, bearing. With her granddaughter stolen from her, she was, of course, furious. Uh, Zizim middle. Mm-hmm. Um, and I wouldn't recommend enraging an evil goddess. Or any goddess. Really, any goddess. Even yeah, a nice just one. try to stay on their good side. Yeah. Uh, so she began destroying the world, which was, of course, still covered in darkness. Mm-hmm. After running from Zinza middle for a long time, Quetzalcoatl decided to transform both Maya Hule and himself into trees, hoping that they could finally rest next to each other. They took comfort in the fact that when the wind blew, the leaves on their branches would touch, and so they would always be together. However, their disguise (laughs) couldn't fool any grandmother bent on revenge. Mm. Zinzimittal struck down Maya Hill with lightning, leaving a pile of ashes. Whoops. Stricken with horrendous grief, Quetzalcoatl returned to the heavens and finally was able to destroy the evil woman, and so finally the earth was flooded with light once more. Of course, he was unable to celebrate the return of sunlight as he has lost his beloved Maya Hill. The other gods felt pity for him and decided that saving the earth and all its inhabitants was certainly worth a gift. So they planted, in the place where Maya Hule was struck down, her ashes. Slowly, a beautiful and noble plant began to grow with the tears of Quetzalcoatl watering it. This majestic plant was in fact an agave. Oh. During the battle between earth and heaven that took place uh, the newlyweds bore many, many children. 400, in fact. Okay. It's a That's, lot. It's a lot. It's too many. It it feels excessive. Yeah. Adopt. Don't shop. <laughs> Please. We're begging you. <laughs> they were born in the shape of rabbits and were breastfed by the beautiful Maya Yule with her 400 breasts. Okay. 400? Okay. So... <laughs> Like 200 on each side. Yeah, it's <laughs> like, hard to know, like, how, the anatomy of it. Um, and also, she's a plant. Yeah. Here's here's the other thing. Mm-hmm. I haven't the foggiest idea what museum this could possibly be leading <laughs> to. <laughs> That's, I'm loving this. Yeah. I'm really trying to um, make you work for it. Yeah. Uh, only instead of regular breast milk, Maya Hule produced pol- polka. I- I'm not sure how to say that, but... Uh, which is the fermented sap of the agave. Their children had a great responsibility to guard and protect all agave spirits in the world. However, instead, they decided to drink them all, being already very tipsy from their mother's milk. Okay, tequila. According to the myth, when you drink an agave spirit, one of the many rabbits will inhibit your body and party with you for a while. Okay, weird, but sure. Sure. Today, we're headed to Altadena, California to visit the Bunny Museum. (laughs) (laughs) There's a lot of like um, rabbit mythology out there. (laughs) And I was like, what's the one that's going to throw her for a loop the most? I'm like, okay, 
<laughs> of all the rabbit in, you know, rabbit characters, rabbit stories in literature, film. Literature, yeah. I'm like, okay, <laughs> there's so many. You yeah. got Peter Cottontail. You got, yeah. You got Donnie Darko. Oh, my God. Absolutely. <laughs> um, Bugs Bunny. Bugs Bunny. Rabbit. Rabbit from, from, Winnie, from Winnie the Pooh. Um, you've got Watership Down. <laughs> you've got, um, what's the one in Alice in Wonderland? Um, fuck. That, that one? one? Yeah, ra- the, the rabbit. The rabbit from that. Um, um the little bunny foo-foo. Yeah, little bunny foo-foo. Hopping through the forest. Picking up those field mice and then brutally attacking them. <laughs> Are rabbits and bunnies like natural enemies? I thought rabbits were bunnies. I thought... I'm sorry. I meant mice. Oh, mice. And rabbits. Um, I feel like mice are one of those that like, unfortunately, like... They're just kind they of on just the low end of the... Yeah. yeah. They do have they're a lot really of enemies. They're cute. Yeah. <laughs> they're cute, but they're like... You can't trust them. Yeah. I um The other day... Well, I don't know. There's a chance that this was in a fever dream, and I genuinely have no idea if it was real or not. Okay. Whether or not I saw a mouse in my house. Sure. <laughs> yeah. I remember it so vividly. Uh-huh. But... Surely Leroy would take care like, of that Yeah, problem. I have two gigantic dogs yeah. and a very small house. Yeah. <laughs> There's not enough room for a mouse You cannot in escape there, those dogs. Yeah, so... I'll have to look into that and see if Matt remembers the scenario. That I thinking. hope you have a whole mouse hunt situation on your hands. Uh, I, mean, I mean, dream come true. Yeah. Finally, a good use for all this cheese. <laughs> Just kidding. Salt That's mine. <laughs> uh, man. Uh, Bunnies. Um, okay. So sources. Um, that story was from CasaAgave.com, the 400 rabbits um the wikipedia pages for moon rabbit and for rabbit and the bunnymuseum.com who is the like um the like sexy rabbit <laughs> jessica rabbit, <laughs> jessica rabbit. <laughs> who's the sexy rabbit oh and the one from um what is it isn't there a hot rabbit in space jam i thought that was her because it's looney tunes right yeah. Well, who am I thinking of? I don't know. Are there more? Is there more than one hot rabbit? I don't know. It's so hard to know. <laughs> I'll look it up. Yeah, that's probably Jessica Space Rabbit. Space Jam hot rabbit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on a list. No, she is hot. Okay. Oh, it's Lola Bunny. Lola Bunny. Okay. Um, <laughs> oh, I mean, you've got Hugh Hefner. Wow. Oh, my God. <laughs> There's a lot of sexy There's rabbits. There's a lot of sexy rabbit. Which is weird because like when you look at rabbits. They're sex symbols. <laughs> uh, no, rabbits are sex symbols yeah, because. Because they, I mean, they're. 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 they're but like. <laughs> I just. Here's the thing. Yeah. Is it reading too much into it? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> but go on. <laughs> I just want to be clear that I am saying this somewhat facetiously. I don't actually think it needs to be this deep. <laughs> but, you know, I'm just saying, is it a sign of the patriarchy that these sexualized, you know, characters as animals have very large 
ears. Yeah. Meaning they're supposed to listen and not be heard. Oh, my God. We've cracked it. We've cracked the patriarchy. <laughs> yeah, we're on to you. Yeah. And what is up with the patriarchy? Just like creating sexy animals. Like, chill yeah. out, please. Well, because here's the thing. Because then the alternative is sexy children, which thankfully they're steering clear of. Well, so far. In the mainstream. In the mainstream. <laughs> and then, um, you know, or sexy adults, which then just simply makes it not a kid film. <laughs> yeah. Like, you would think that the obvious choice would be to just exclude sexiness from yeah. a child's You would think. Thing, but, um, I mean. <laughs> but sex sells, people. Sex sells. <laughs> the parents are the ones buying. That's so true. Um, oh, wow, what so a t- off the rail. <laughs> we are never going to get through this. Okay. Uh, before we head over to the museum, uh, let's iron some things out. First and foremost, a bunny and a rabbit are the same exact thing. Okay, God bless. Okay. However, a hare is different oh, than yeah. a bunny and a rabbit. Aren't those the really big guys? Yeah, hares are larger. Um, they have like the weird ears. Like they're like long and mm. high, uh, high they, and tight. High and tight. Yeah. They have the Jessica Rabbit ear. <laughs> um, and they have longer hind legs. So I'm assuming they're probably faster. Also like Jessica Rabbit. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, those gams. Uh, um, culturally, rabbits mean lots of different things around the world. Uh-huh. Some, I bet I can take a guess. <laughs> yeah. Some cultures consider them lucky, some unlucky. Some paint them up to be tricksters and others cowards. Um, let's travel around the world a little bit and <laughs> learn about rabbits in mythology. Let's. Uh, firstly, the rabbit is associated with the moon in quite a few Asian cultures. Interesting. In China, the goddess of uh, moon... Oh, boy. I did look this up. The goddess of the moon, Ch- uh, Changa... I think, is usually portrayed as a close companion to rabbits. Hmm. From Wikipedia, quote, The moon rabbit or moon hare is a mythical figure in East Asian and indigenous American folklore uh, based on, what is this word? Okay, based on some kind of interpretations uh, that identify the dark markings. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but this word is P-A-R-E-I-D-O-L-I-A. Pareidolia? P- what? Spell it again. P-A-R-E-I-D-O-L-I-A. Oh. Yeah, that didn't help. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So whatever that is, it's those kinds of interpretations um, that identify the dark markings on the near side of the moon as a rabbit or hare. Hold on. I'm so- I just looked it up and this does not help. Okay, great. Uh, pareidolia is the tendency for perception. Sorry, what does this mean? Perception to impose a meaningful interpretation on a ne- nebulous stimulus. What is, oh, what is a nebulous stimulus? Okay, so it's... <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the example that it gives is the Hitler teapot, where oh, it's just sure. a regular, it's a nebulous stimulus. It's uh-huh. just a thing that exists, and we are putting like a narrative or like character, 
characterizing thing. Yeah. That, but Although I is... think we were set up for that one. I, mean, I think it was on purpose. Oh, for sure. It was probably Kanye who did that. It, yeah, it probably was. <laughs> no, we need to make it's never too soon to roast Kanye. Oh, my God. Um, in East Asia, the rabbit is seen as pounding with a mortar, mortar and pestle, but the contents of the mortar differ among Chinese, Japanese, Korean, and Vietnamese folklore. Hmm. Uh, in Chinese folklore, the rabbit is often portrayed as a companion of the moon goddess, uh, constantly pounding the elixir of life for her. And some show the making of cakes or rice cakes. Oh, a little um, cake. <laughs> Oh, my God. But in Japanese and Korean versions, the rabbit is pounding the ingredients for mochi or tuk. Hmm. In some Chinese versions, the rabbit pounds medicine for the mortals, and some include making of mooncakes. Oh. Oh. Okay, rabbit. Okay, rabbits having a job. <laughs> We'd love to see you keeping busy. Yeah, it's great. Um. And, of course, rabbits appear in many other cultures, religions, folklore around the world. So, first up, Jewish folklore. Okay. Rabbits are associated with cowardice, uh, a usage still current in contemporary Israeli spoken Hebrew, similar to uh, the English colloquial use of chicken to denote cowards. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Uh in Anishinaabe traditional beliefs held by the Ojibwe and some other Native American peoples, uh, Nana Bozo, or Great Rabbit, is an important deity related to the creation of the world. Hmm. Um, imagine a rabbit creating the world. Yeah. Just carrots. Oh, literally. Carrots everywhere. Up to your ears and carrots. Up to your ears. I mean, they're just munching so much cut rabbits are so funny because they're so they're so bad at like their defense mechanisms when they're scared though i mean they just stop and stare at you yeah like, they're bad at that yeah i can i could see you yeah we literally can see you yeah, you're not as small as you think you are right <laughs> a vietnamese mythological story portrays the rabbit of innocence and youthfulness the gods of the myth are shown to be hunting and killing rabbits to show off their power. Hmm. Uh, Buddhism, Christianity, and Judaism have associations with an ancient circular motif called the three rabbits or three hares. Its meaning ranges from peace and tranquility to purity or the Holy Trinity uh, to Kabbalistic levels of the soul or to the Jewish diaspora. Hmm. The tripartite symbol also appears in heraldry and even tattoos. <laughs> <gasps> no way. We've heard of those. We know those. Uh, <laughs> a rabbit tattoo. A girl with a rabbit tattoo would be a hilarious spinoff. <laughs> Just like, yeah. Yes. Oh, my and God. Like the exact opposite of whatever her name was. She just like loves pain. Yeah. Yeah. It'd be Legally Blonde. It'd absolutely be it Legally Blonde. It always comes back to Legally Blonde. <sighs> Every time. Uh, the rabbit as trickster is a part of American popular culture, such True. as Br'er Rabbit yes. uh, from African-American folk tales and later Disney animation. And Bugs Bunny, the cartoon character from Warner Brothers, He's for example. He's such a rascal. He is. He's a little rascal. He's a little rascal. Did you love Little Rascals as a kid? The no, movie? No, it was not. I mean, mm. I didn't hate it, but I just, it wasn't my 
I was a sloppy and the stinkers gal through and through. You <laughs> oh know yeah, that. I We've also was a sloppy and the stinkers gal. I forgot that that was something that we shared. Yeah, I, I think we might be the only two people. <laughs> Does anyone that. out there? Yeah. <laughs> Does, has anyone ever heard of this movie? It is so bad. <laughs> it's, the premise is a group of kids find a sea lion. Yeah. And find or steal or something. something and they're just trying to hide it from all the adults the yeah whole time. and then the main nemesis if i remember correctly is the choir teacher yeah. <laughs> and he's just being a real dick yeah and he so let them have a seal yeah i'm like what do you like where are the parents yeah it should the choir teacher should be many degrees of separation away from solving this problem a hundred percent imagine your child bringing a sea lion into your house and you not realizing. It, and it's sleeping in your bed in your child's bed and you guys are singing lollipop together yeah. <laughs> as like a bedtime sing-along you, you can't tell me the smell wouldn't give it away <laughs> the smell would be bad it would be bad um <laughs> okay are we okay <laughs> no uh anthropomorphized rabbits have appeared in film and literature in alice's adventures in wonderland the white rabbit the white rabbit and the march hare c- characters in watership down like you said mm-hmm. hated wah, wah, that wah. book uh never read it it was not fun Okay, um, I won't read it. In Rabbit Hill by Robert Lawson and in The Peter Rabbit Stories by Beatrix Potter. Oh, love. Love. And in the 1920s, Oswald the Lucky Rabbit was a popular cartoon character. I've never heard of it. But I also wasn't alive in the 1920s. Yeah. Brag. Brag. <laughs> I'm pretty young. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, a rabbit's foot may be carried as an amulet believed to bring protection and good luck. Did you ever have a rabbit's foot growing up? I didn't. I don't think so. I had, somehow I got like a fake one, obviously. Sure. And <laughs> I just have such a distinct memory of, I think I like got it in some like prize. I did, I was really into keychains as a kid. That was oh, my whole loved thing. keychains. And so I had a rabbit's foot keychain and I just thought it was just like a cute little fluffy thing. Yeah. And m- one of my parents was like, oh, like, you know, where did you get the rabbit's foot? And I was like, what? Yeah. And like the rabbit's foot keychain. And I just, it rocked Did you my have a meltdown? World. I thought it was a, and I don't know, maybe they were like, oh, it's not a real rabbit. Could have been. It could have been. Who knows? Yeah. But. I was just, I could not believe yeah. that that was, and they're like, no, it's, it's supposed to be good luck. And I was like, well, not for the rabbit. Yeah. That poor rabbit. That poor rabbit was wow. so unlucky. Wow. I can't believe you were responsible for the death I of a know, rabbit. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's rough. Um, and this belief is found in many parts of the world with the earliest use being recorded in Europe circa 600 B.C. Whoa. Yeah, or BCE as we. Yeah, the common era. As we like to say. Um, On the Isle of Portland in Dorset, UK, the rabbit is said to be unlucky and even speaking the creature's name can cause upset among older island residents. I love that. Just being mad at someone saying a rabbit's name. Yeah. <laughs> the word rabbit. it's like Voldemort. Just, uh, yeah, it's a rabbit. <laughs> you shall not be named. Uh, <laughs> oh my gosh, Hoppy Potter. Well, it remi- <laughs> <laughs> I would watch that. Uh huh. Yeah. Um, it reminds me of Have you ever been 
I feel like this is a very Midwest thing, but it, maybe it's everywhere. Um, at like a campfire with someone and the smoke is following or it's like hitting them and they're yeah. like, white rabbit, white rabbit, white rabbit. Oh, I've never heard to, that. That's supposed to make the smoke go away. I'm like, you fucking idiot. <laughs> yeah, well, that's, there's no, uh, yeah. yeah, what yeah. a weird thing. I also just thought Harry Potter is also another. <laughs> you know, it's right there. It's right there. Uh, Harry Hopper. Yeah. Harry mm. <laughs> Hopper. We gotta we gotta chill. Um, this is thought to date back to early times in the local quarrying industry where to save space, extracted stones that were not fit for sale were set aside in what became tall, unstable walls. The local rabbits' uh, tendency to burrow there would weaken the walls, and their collapse resulted in injuries or even death. Oh, damn. Thus, invoking the name of the culprit became an unlucky act to be avoided. So that is the Macbeth of the court. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that is the Macbeth of the quarries. Um... Uh, in the local culture to this day, the rabbit, when he has to be referred to, <laughs> may- <laughs> when there's no other choice, yeah, when there's no, uh, you we have to talk about a rabbit. Cannot circumvent <laughs> the rabbit in the room. <laughs> may instead be called a long ears or underground mutton. I mean, bunny. <laughs> I mean, just like- yeah, anything else. Um, so as not to risk bringing a downfall upon oneself. Sure. sure. While it was true 50 years ago that a pub on the island could be emptied by calling out the word rabbit. I would never not be doing that. I would (laughs) never not be. I'd walk in. Rabbit. Rabbit. Yeah. (laughs) Clear a seat for me at the bar. (laughs) Um, this has become more fable than fact in modern times. So we just need that time traveling machine. Every time. That's what Every I would use it I for. It. That's what I would use it yeah, for. To, for get, to get a seat at the bar. <laughs> it's like when Pokemon Go first came out. And I remember Matt and I had, I think we we're like pretty newly dating. I don't mm-hmm. remember. And um, we were at some park somewhere. And um, <laughs> Every, I mean, there were, it was like hundreds Everyone of people. Everyone was, yeah. Yeah. And so I kept telling Matt, I was like, man, if these people don't leave soon, I'm going to go tell them all that there was a Pikachu back over there. <laughs> like clear some space. Yeah. But yeah. He wouldn't let me because he said that Come people on, would get violent. <laughs> and I was like, that's actually probably fair. Yeah. They yeah. should have, you know, Pokemon gone to the polls. As Hillary Clinton would say. <laughs> oh, poor one out. Uh, um, that's one of my favorite things that she Pokemon ever said. Go, go to the polls. <laughs> what? Mom, you're embarrassing <laughs> Mom. <me. Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> um, in other parts of Britain and in North America, invoking the rabbit's name may instead bring good luck. Rabbit, rabbit, rabbit is one variant of an app apotropaic or talismanic superstition that involves saying or repeating the word rabbit mm-hmm. um, or rabbits or white rabbit out loud upon waking on the first day of each month because doing so will ensure good fortune for the duration of that month okay i actually know someone who used who did that and i did thought, it work 
no okay <laughs> damn it i thought i had a simple fix sorry okay. to sorry to burst your bubble damn but it. um i was like i've literally never heard of that you're being insane and she was like no 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 no. it's a thing it's a thing and i was like whatever you're yeah psycho. that doesn't make it less crazy yeah it doesn't make it less crazy but i really thought that it was just like unique to her and or to her family sure that's so funny yeah I, that is such like pick me energy to be like I say rabbit rabbit I rabbit. I say rabbit 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 as soon as I. <laughs> but she would always say it would be like the third of the month or something. She, I forgot to say rabbit. I'm like, oh well, darn. Yeah, I'm sure you'll be fine. <laughs> You're fucked. <laughs> I have a lot of time to make up for. That's a lot of months that I haven't it's a done lot that. Of months. Damn yeah. It. All right. I'll, we'll remind each other. Okay. Um, the rabbit test is a term first used in 1949 for the Friedman test, an early diagnostic tool for detecting a pregnancy in humans. Oh. Uh-huh. It is a common misconception or perhaps an urban legend that the test rabbit would die if the woman was pregnant. Yikes. What? Uh, I don't understand what the test is in and of itself. Is there an actual rabbit yeah, involved? And, and you, like a woman who may or may not be pregnant just holds a rabbit and if yeah. it dies in her arms, she's pregnant. This last sentence is absolutely bonkers. This led to the phrase, the rabbit died, becoming a euphemism for a positive pregnancy test. What? Okay, hold on. I, I have never. Okay. Doctors used to test for pregnancy by killing a rabbit, mouse, or other small animal from the late 1920s. Um, Too late. Yeah, late 1920s through the early 1960s. You guys. Pregnancy tests involved injecting a woman's urine into the ovaries of a small animal. Why would oh. that? Why? Oh. Who who came up with that? <laughs> that is terrible. Oh, my God. A serial killer came up with that. This one random link on Google says that um, that was about 98% accurate, which feels absolutely absurd. Surely there's an easier way. (laughs) I'm shaking to my core. That is grotesque. I can't wait for someone to get a positive pregnancy test around me and for me to say that the rabbit died yeah. and for everyone to be so Can you confused. imagine a pregnancy announcement on like Instagram? The rabbit died. The rabbit died. Oh, I'm so sorry for your loss. Like yeah. that's what people <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I weird. you had a rabbit. So sorry you died. Yeah. Um, okay. Let's go check out this museum dedicated to the bunny rabbit. Okay. So from Wikipedia... The Bunny Museum is a museum dedicated to rabbits that was opened to the public in 1998, located in a mid-century building in Altadena, California, United States. The museum currently holds more than 35,000 rabbit-related items (laughs) across 16 galleries in a 7,000-square-foot space. Jesus Christ. Amongst the ever-expanding collection, there are ceramic rabbits, rabbit antiquities, stuffed rabbits, cookie jar rabbits, nine rose parade float rabbits. Oh, my God. That's huge. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Freeze-dried rabbits and more. Uh Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Oopsie. The museum has held the world record for owning the most bunny items in the world (laughs) since 1999. That is a... 
a hard one. Yeah. <laughs> Tough competition, I'm sure. Oh, I need to get 36,000. There's, there's like one <laughs> rabbit family who has 37,000 rabbit babies. Yeah. And they're just like, hello. Hello. Where's our plaque? Yeah, I want to recount. Um, <laughs> okay. At that point in time, it housed, so whenever it was acknowledged by Guinness, um, at that point in time, it housed 8,473 pieces of rabbit memorabilia. The slogan of the museum is the hoppiest place in the world. Cute. It also houses three live rabbits. Just three? Which I think has changed. I think I read a um, review that said they had six. Okay. But I could be wrong. The next article I'm going to read, which I also found very informative, um, is by Emily Peters. And I don't know what publication it was for because... (laughs) I think that the owners of the museum just like copy and paste yeah, it great, onto their great, website. Great, 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 great. <laughs> um, but know, it's very all of this podcast, honestly. <laughs> yep, can't really blame them for that because <laughs> I literally just copy and pasted it from their website onto my notes. Um, <laughs> also, the website is very funny. It's one of those where like. There, there are no other pages. It's just the it's one just page. The one and everything's on it. Yeah. And so you just mm. keep scrolling and seeing different boxes full of information. Beautiful. And it's, um, it's good. It's very good. Yeah. Very, Almost. it'll take you back to the early 2000s. Uh, mm. And we love that. Mm-mm-mm. If you've been a resident of Pasadena for some time, which I haven't, but, you know, God bless. (laughs) If you have. But if you have, chances are you've collected a handful of your favorite spots around town. I would argue you could do that in any town. Yes. (laughs) I mean, very true. (laughs) Yet just north of the city, there's a gym hidden in plain sight, the Bunny Museum. As the website reads, Hidden in plain sight is how bunnies hide. (laughs) Because they just sit in your yard really still and think It's exactly work. like a bunny. It's like, yeah, I can see you, bitch. Yeah, I can see you. <laughs> it's like when, I don't know, when my sister was a small child and we would mm-hmm. play, you know, hiding and seek or something. They're bad at it. She'd be in the middle of the living room with her hands over her eyes because she thought that if she couldn't see us that it that you know worked both ways yeah meanwhile i'm crawling into a deep freezer for what like why am i trying so hard trying so hard you're bad at finding and hiding (laughs) (laughs) um as the website reads this isn't a petting zoo the bunny museum is just what it says a staggering collection of bunny based art figurines toys antiques even rose parade floats paraphernalia we love those um more than thirty-five thousand items fill the two-story building all enthusiastically curated by husband and wife co-founders candace frazee and steve lebanski they're just bunnies <laughs> they're just two bunnies just rabbits yeah <laughs> Um, there wasn't a light bulb moment, Frazee said, of their decision to create the museum, now celebrating its 20th year. It was gradual. We joked we lived in a bunny museum and looked into it soon after we opened in 1998, but it took a lot of paperwork and money to become a museum. Now situated in a former art gallery, the couple moved the museum, along with Lebansky's bike shop, from Pasadena to Altadena last year. Okay. It's easy to overlook the location, but the oversized rabbit heads from past Rose Parade floats. <laughs> we can't, I mean, I, we can't escape <laughs> Again with the Rose Parade. Yeah. 
Peeking above the roof line is the perfect double take to attract passersby. At first, the objects had to be cute. Now in the new location, some objects acquired aren't cute. <laughs> okay. Okay. Okay, rude, but... But, okay. <laughs> um, but are displayed for their relevance to society, culture, or history with label explanations. Oh, so they're racist. Yeah, yeah, probably. Yeah, okay. um, some displays are whimsical, like one where visitors literally look down a rabbit hole, <laughs> while others are more intense. With no explanation as to what that could possibly be. It's a, a rabbit's hole. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm so sorry. And there's the I'm name so of this episode. Sorry. <laughs> uh, the Chamber of Hop Horrors. Disp- <laughs> I mean, when Chamber of Horrors is right there. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> the Chamber of Hop Horrors displays the abuse of but god damn it. <laughs> I should not be laughing for this. <laughs> displays the abuse of bunnies throughout time, such as experimenting on bunnies, lucky rabbit foot keychains, mm. Madison. Yep. Bu- <laughs> bunnies in horror films, etc., said Frazee. Okay, but calling that actual horrible stuff pop horrors. <laughs> it's horrifying in that and of itself. That makes it sound like a Fox News headline. Right. It's this opportunity to educate as well as entertain that's most inspiring for her. Okay. So I couldn't find like a good article that talked about this, but there was an Atlas Obscura video that they did oh, at the those. museum. Yeah. Um, and it literally all started out with like the the husband of this you know partnership, um, like buying uh, Candace a little bunny like a gift Trinket, at the beginning yeah. of their oh. relationship, and then it became a thing that they both like gave gifts to each yeah. other for at their wedding. Like everyone was giving them bunny gifts, and like it, so it turned oh, yeah. into like thousands of items. Wow. That's Very wild. cute. I'm a trying cute to think love story. What I narrowly avoided having a museum of, you know. Yeah, because once people find out you like an animal or something, it's, it's all, all you'll get. For me, actually, growing up, it was moose. I love oh, moose, and okay. I had a whole collection. Sure, yeah, of okay. everything. And wow. then you know they're cute. They're I'm like sure cute. I had one, but I can't think of what it was right now. I'll yeah. have to noodle on that yeah because i don't um i don't really collect any animal stuff anymore no, sadly when you get into your 30s your 20s and yeah, 30s i just collect real live actual dogs now yeah that's so true mm-hmm. and dog hair yeah big collection of that oh boy <laughs> um i only have one review but it's <laughs> it's very good <laughs> um this is two dots from TripAdvisor. Uh, the dots and the um title of it is awesome cat huge collection dot 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 visitors not very welcome awesome cat yep (laughs) okay i think they have cats living there oh there's a lot going on yeah (laughs) okay 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 if you want bunny immersion this is the place (laughs) 
I can't say that I've ever had that thought. Funny immersion. Funny immersion. Uh, The photos tell the story, but take cash, $10 a person. Some rabbit litter to help with the poor, overweight, live rabbit. (laughs) What? (laughs) To help with the poor, overweight, live rabbits, housekeeping, and a good attitude to deal with the bunny mistress and her crankiness. What is happening in this sentence? That sentence is a lot. There's no... The bunny mistress. It's just a lot of objects. Yeah, I feel like this person just, you know... They had some things to say, and I don't think that they proofread. Yeah. Oh, boy. Maybe it was a bad day, but she surely wasn't happy to see us. Would I take a friend there? Probably not, unless they were bunny mad and wanted to feel rejected. Hey, I can get that for free. (laughs) (laughs) What? (laughs) The sentence structure. Was that reviewer E.E. Cummings? Yeah. I just like... It was I can get that for free. I can get if unless you're bunny mad and want to feel rejected. And when you should have said hopping mad. Yeah. Obviously. Idiot. What an idiot. I give you one dot for your review. I give you zero dots. No dots. No dots for me. And that was the bunny museum. Oh my God. Yeah. How do you feel about bunnies? Other than you pretty, think that they're bad, um, like... <laughs> at hiding. At hiding, yeah. yeah. Pretty neutral. Not a lot of evolutionary stuff going on there. Yeah. yeah. Um, I saw a bunny just the other day when I was... I think I was coming home from your house last time, and there uh-huh. was just a bunny in my front yard just... Just... Stock still. Yeah. Poor little guy. They get Aww. so scared. The they do get so scared. so big to them. The um, world is a big place, yeah. especially to a bunny rabbit. To a bunny rabbit. Um, I do everything in my power to protect them from my dogs. You have to. I have to. That is a sacrifice I'm willing to make. Yeah. For them. Um, <laughs> no, I like them. I think they're... Okay. Yeah. I'm neutral. I'm, I, I'm also very neutral. That was weirdly one of the, you know, when I was a child, we always had dogs and we had, you know, cats growing up too. Mm-hmm. Um, Hamsters. Well, but before that, I wanted, like, my own little, you know, rodent-like pet. Like, yeah. I, wa- I wanted a cage pet okay. type of thing. Sure. I wanted, you know, that responsibility yeah. for myself. Sure. Um, And a rabbit was never on my list. I wanted, like, mm. a ferret or a chinchilla. Capybara. Or a, yeah. <laughs> Could you imagine? A capybara in a cage oh. in a six-year-old girl's room in Ohio. <laughs> That's a vibe. Yeah. That's a vibe. Um, <laughs> or what were some of the other ones? Like, a sugar glider. You know, like, I wanted any of those, and so I finally got a hamster. Mm. But rabbits and guinea pigs were the ones that I was just like, eh, I don't, like, guinea those pigs, aren't for me. Yeah. I don't know. They're okay. They've got weird hair, which I like. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Well, and my like best friend in the neighborhood, um, they had guinea pigs. And so I got my guinea pig fix. You got your there. fix. Sure. So I needed a, a different type of rodent, I Absolutely, guess. Absolutely. But yeah. yeah, bunnies were never, you know, mm. a thing for me. Wow. Um, but they're very cute. Yeah, they're cute, cuddly. Yeah. They can reproduce like you wouldn't believe. Oh, like you wouldn't <laughs> even believe. How about you? What's your opinion on rabbit? What's your yeah. rabbit take? My rabbit take is I'm neutral. Yeah. I never really, I think my mom was allergic to them maybe. Oh, and sure. so like that was never a pet option yeah. for us. 
Um, and so, yeah, I'm just like, yeah, yeah, they're fine. I will say a baby bunny is cute. Unbelievably cute. cute. I would love to see a baby bunny hanging out with a big hound dog. Like, like as friends, like sleeping under its ear. Um, yeah, that'd be really cute. It'd be so with a mini carrot. Disney, Disney, hello, Disney. We're once again for you. (laughs) When are we going to be on your payroll? This has got to be like the tenth pitch we've Uh, done. So many of them. (laughs) Mm. Mm. Wow. Well, thank you. Yeah. Oh my god, that's beautiful. Thank you. God. How much of this episode did you listen to? Are you still here? Are you still there? (laughs) Um, Campers, thank you for making it this far, for hanging out with us, for being patient and giving us grace when we took a week off unannounced. Yeah. You know how we do. Um, We appreciate you. We appreciate um, your support. If you would like to come hang out with us, uh, we're on social media. Hell yeah. Um, We have TikTok and Instagram. Instagram at yeah. the museum camp. Um, we're there. We're vibing. We're vibing. Come, you know, share your bunny takes. Yeah. What a great time. Oh my God. I need to hear everyone's Every opinion. Take. Yes. Yeah. Who was your favorite pop culture rabbit? Yeah. I was also thinking about the one. Do you remember? This was very niche, like early 2000s. Not niche at all. It's very popular. But like at Hot Topic or whatever, they'd have those t shirts of like the angry bunny. Oh, yeah. I, I forgot about those. those. Yeah. Um, terrible. Ugh. But, yeah. Um, <laughs> um, yeah. So, let us know your favorite mm-hmm. uh, pop culture rabbit. Please. Please. Um, and uh, if you would like to support the pod, we are on Patreon. Patreon.com slash the museum camp. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also, or... Um, instead, we would also really appreciate a review if you are able to and so inclined that helps boost visibility, Mm -hmm. um, so that we can get, we can add more, you know, rabbits to the rabbit hole. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. (laughs) That's fine. I think that's a fine. Yeah, it's a perfect metaphor. (laughs) And with that... We're going to sign off. Yeah, we got to go. <laughs> we have to wrap this thing we up. We love you all. I hope that you're having the best day of your entire life. Yeah. And we'll see you next time. We'll see you then. Goodbye. 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 <laughs> day of your entire you're life. done. No pressure. No pressure. <laughs> but you better. But you have to. <laughs>